your favorite fat boys. What's up, everybody? Your favorite fat boy, Jerron. Stefan, a.k.a. Mayhem, a.k.a. The Jogging Bandit, a.k.a. This is not the criminal you're looking for. The Jogging Bandit? The Jogging Bandit. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Hope everybody's, uh, you know, doing well, doing their uh, their stay in with the uh, the coronavirus. Well, not with coronavirus, but, you know. Yeah, I hope you're not staying in with the coronavirus. All right, I hope you're doing all right, avoiding the coronavirus. And if uh, you do have it, I hope you get better and stay away from us telling you so today we're going to talk about a couple of things uh you know state of maryland they uh have recently started to uh lift some of the restrictions they had on us ease some of the lockdown restrictions right so we can go to golf courses gun ranges get to go do all of the shit that i was never doing prior (coughs) nobody never denied that i think it'd be a good time to start going to golf you know try that what you think you know uh can't play golf, and I never found it interesting. You want to take a little stick and put a little, take a little ball and put in a little hole? I mean, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> on a good weekend. <laughs> yeah, two things. <laughs> on so, a good weekend, most certainly. Yeah, one thing I found interesting about uh, what's going on with all the coronavirus restrictions, lockdowns, however you want to call it, is the people protesting. You know, that they want to, you know, go back to normal, their normal lives. Or they want, you know, the restrictions lifted, things like that. But they're doing it in, a, in an aggressive way. Some people are showing up to their capital state buildings with guns. Let's let's rephrase that. White people are <coughs> yes. showing up to capital buildings with guns. Yes. and Because and if they were our complexion, they would have been shot. Yes. We both, we, we all know this. And, um, you know, it's, it's interesting to see. And the problem with the protests is not people want their return to normalcy. It's that the fact that people want their return to convenience. Hmm. Like people arguing about not being able to get a haircut, not being able to go to a bar. A nail salon. Right. It's it's not that, okay, we want to get life back to the way it was. It's that we want to have the conveniences that we used to have. Which means that it puts other people in danger. I'm not really concerned about these people who I want them to get back to their jobs. Yeah, it, it's definitely one-sided. It's not like, you know, I need this. I mean, you, you, do you need a haircut right now? Your hair done? Maybe so, but can you hold off on it? Right. I mean, she look at me. I need a haircut terribly, but I'm holding off until until I know that it's, going, it's, it's safe for me to get a haircut to go out here and really be a bunch of somebody. You know, getting that service again. Well, I cut my own hair, so that's not something I'm concerned about. Right, but you know, people that like have some kind of routine in a sense. Right. You know. Yeah. But I mean, it's, it's, it's selfish though because yeah, it's not a, it's not a return to normalcy. It's for, it's a return to the conveniences that we used to have. So why are people so selfish? I mean, everybody. Because they, they going up here with, with semi-automatic weapons and demanding. See, that's the thing is about it's it has absolute. They're I, I'm I'm going to call it what it is. They're terrorists. They're mm. bringing in. Fully, they're becoming fully artillery for the express purpose of 
making people afraid, trying to instill fear to mm-hmm. get their point across, which is terrorism in a nutshell. Because if you talk to anybody who's been in the military and they look at these people's loadouts, the way they're dressed, they are not a well-regulated militia. So this is not some Second Amendment shit. So they always have vests that don't fit. They're Mm -hmm. in clothes that would not be good for combat. So their loadouts are just fucking terrible. All it is is that they want to give the air of intimidation. They want to scare people. And and to me, if you are trying to if you're trying to get some kind of leverage, why intimidate somebody? You know, I can stand going there and voicing your concern and, and, and voicing that you're upset about how long the lockdown has been. But going with a semi-automatic weapon doesn't mean... Because fear is a great motivator. And true. the fact of the matter is, the lockdown hasn't even been that long. There's other countries where they have been in lockdown for, you know, three months, four months. We've barely been in a lockdown situation for a month. It's been almost two months. It's, it's been going two. on two months. Okay, two months. Yeah, going on. So, but somebody needs to tell the white people to relax. Because, like, you, you coming up there for, like, and it's me, who has more power? A white man with a gun or a white man that makes a bill? Shoot, the white man who controls the army. Because hmm. I say that, you know, all of the gun nuts that I know, regardless of how many weapons you amass, the U.S. Army got better ones. Hmm. So if need be, they will bring in the national guard. <laughs> On that ass, <laughs> right? So, but yeah, it's, it's interesting to see, like, I guess what uh, you know, what inconvenience the white people will make them do, and then they're all they're looking like, well, it's my right, my Second Amendment to do this that, and the third. But yeah, like, like I said, I won't just say it's white people because I know it's not just white people, but right now it is the majority of the individuals who are protesting. Yeah, this return to normal or the the return to convenience. And what what I find funny, we pointed out the other day was that um, it was a group of people, white people, that were upset because the gyms weren't open. So they decided they were going to go work out on the Capitol. Uh, right in front the of the Capitol, but you're just proving at the fact that the gyms don't need to be open. <laughs> and you working out on the steps? <laughs> what you need a gym for? Right, you could just do that shit at home. So I think that was just funny and a waste of their time. So, yeah, I mean, you're going to do whatever you can to get your point across, even if it's a stupid point. Well, at least that, you know, with us being two months into this lockdown, the stress of, you know, like a toilet paper, sanitizer, wipes and things like that. You right. start to see that come into it's, it's now in stock in stores. I mean, and part of that reason is because a lot of places have done what they should have done in the first place. Like Amazon stopped the resale of these things. Yeah, you so. If you can't make the shit ton of money that you were previously going to get, then there's no reason for hoarding it because yeah. I can't make any money off of it. Yeah, one guy, I think it was in Canada, he can't try to come back and, re- and uh, refund, get a refund for like toilet paper and sanitizer. Yeah, thousands of dollars worth. They told him no. Right. And he can't sell it on eBay or Amazon. Exactly. So you know, just enjoy it. Hey, you know you be clean. I don't see what the problem is. Just enjoy it. So, I mean, that's why, at least as far as those items have gone, it's returned to normal because of the fact that resale of them, you know, private resale has been stopped. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Right. So, what do you, so I guess when the lift is fully, when the band's fully lifted, is it something you're looking forward to do in particular? I mean, I typically go to karaoke and dancing. So, I, I would, 
like to get back to being able to have somebody grind on my crotch <laughs> in the in the near future. <laughs> so, mask on or mask off? Either one. So I do particularly enjoy that. Every, every once in a while, at least twice a month, I will go out to go dance in a karaoke. So when things get a little closer to normal, I would like to be able to do that again. Because, you know, it never hurts to have somebody gyrating on your crotch. No, I, I, I never disagree with that at all. <laughs> so, I never until, until things are safe to do so, I don't really care that I'm not doing it. True, true. I think I'm, um, my, my, well, my everyday routine hasn't been affected by it. Yeah. I, I still, I still, I still have to do dialysis three times right. a week. That's open for me and anybody who has a, a illness that need to have, like, you know, taken care of and things like that in that nature. I think the interesting thing for me is that to get used to is, um, if I had to see my doctor or, yeah, if I see a doctor, I'm doing a, a, a phone conference, not seeing it, going to the right. office directly, doing that kind of thing. That's so, it's, it's different. It's not, I won't say it's weird or anything out of the ordinary, just that, oh, I got to talk to somebody on the phone. I guess the, the one thing I'm disappointed about is just that all the movies that I wanted to see had got pushed yeah, back. Yeah, they got pushed back, yeah. So, like, the Marvel movies or anything that's coming out that I wanted to see got pushed back to either 2021 or late Yeah, like, fall. summer blockbuster movies are not a thing this year. Yeah, so... That's one thing that kind of like has me like, oh, but you know, it's, it, I'll see it when I see it. So, but my everyday routine hasn't been, uh, hasn't been affected. I'm finally kind of getting back to feeling like myself. Right. Cause I've been sick since like February. I'm just thankful that I'm getting back to a better me. I won't say a healthy in a sense, me, cause I'm still right. sick, but just, you know, feeling better. Cause that, you know, being sick is not fun. Can't relate. <laughs> you never been sick. <laughs> You I have been sick when I was younger. I've just, it's been so many years that I don't remember what being sick is. Yeah, you don't want to be sick now. I most certainly don't. Not sick like me anyway. So, but yeah, everybody out there, you know, wash hands. Don't cough on nobody. Wear your mask. Wash your ass. All the time. Yes. Make it consistent. Because the more you protest and the longer you do this, the more we're going to have to do lockdown situations. So, even though we're easing up these lockdown requirements, but we have not met the CDC's bare minimum mm. for opening up. So take that into account when you go out and get up in people's faces, because I, I'm seeing it all the time now as lockdown restrictions are easing. People just said, fuck social distancing. So stay safe or yeah. not. Whatever. You know, it's your life. It's your life. But I, I don't want to, I know for me, I don't want to get the coronavirus or any kind of illness period at this point. Cause like I said, I just came back to, you know, being feeling better and everything like that. So the last thing I want for summer really hits is be sick again. Right. So, but, uh, what else is going on in the world today? About two months ago, a young man by the name of Ahmed Aubrey. Ahmad. Ahmad, I'm sorry. Aubrey was, uh, was followed and gunned down by two. No, no, he wasn't followed. He was chased. Chased. He was chased by two white men. It's good old fashioned lynching down in Georgia, because of course Georgia. And uh, you know he was he was suspected of he was suspected of being a a robber in a string of neighborhood break-ins in this in the area he lived in. I mean that was one of the things that was thrown around early on, but that turned out to not be true. Right, and um. They decided that father's father son vigilante team. Yeah, uh, decided to you know 
run up on him and New Age Batman. A scuffle ensued and they put the shot into his body. And he was uh he was killed in in the scuffle, unfortunately. Our condolences to him and his family. Because that didn't have to happen. Most certainly didn't. And my question is not not the stuff on, but I guess it's just like an overall general question. Why don't white people mind their business? You know, when it comes to if 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 you think something is wrong or suspicious, why don't you leave it alone or why don't you call the police or proper authorities? Now, granted, this man was a former police officer, so I can understand to a certain extent of him using whatever the the, the skills he has as a police officer to maybe investigate, but he doesn't have the right to investigate because he's, he's no longer a police officer. Again, for me, this is people <coughs> who have a bit of that superhero complex, mm-hmm. like, I can do something to save society, to save my neighborhood, to make it better. But when you decide that we're going to jump in a pickup truck with shotguns and chase a man down who we have absolutely no evidence of doing any wrongdoing, you have to understand what you look like. Right. Like an old-fashioned lynching. Because that's, what, that's what this was. And it's terrible to see it because I, cause I think when, the, when I first saw it, when I first got, well, I'll say when I first caught wind of it, I didn't even want to watch the whole video because we've seen this too many times. We've seen this too many times where somebody's getting gunned down or getting shot at because of the color of their skin. Because they're doing something that is so damn normal is jogging. Yeah. I mean, he was in an old a house that was being constructed, you know, open construction. He was walked through the house and was looking in it, which apparently many people have done. The owners of the house that's being constructed, they released <coughs> a video showing many different people walking into the construction site looking and then leaving which is exactly what he did right so white couples kids but this particular individual who walked into this house he looked suspicious enough that these guys wanted to chase him down and ultimately kill him and then they came up with a story about the the string of robberies in the neighborhood right but it, it, and I don't, know, I don't know i don't know what time of day this this took place it was, it was during the day during the day like because yeah. sunlight's out of course i'm not sure it was like morning early afternoon but what what thief you know is going to steal something they brought that early in the morning or early in the afternoon, right? And then have no getaway plan. <clears throat> and you so you gonna you gonna you gonna jog around you gonna jog around the neighborhood with whatever you stole, right? So your your ninja juicer I just your ninja juicer I just stole. I'm gonna jog around with that. Yeah, hoping that I can get out without being seen or a TV. Like, yeah, made absolutely no sense. Again, these are people who had a superhero complex and they were going to do something about it. So then it took them... Batman two... only works in the comic books. I'm sorry. <laughs> so then it took them apparently like two months to get... Yeah, convicted. almost three months. Get the, get the charges brought Yeah, up. and the only reason that it happened was because... Not because they saw the video, because they had the video for a while. It's because we saw the video. Right. People saw the video and started Outrage. to protest. Yeah. Because it didn't make any sense. They were not going to press any charges. As a matter of fact, the uh, district attorney, he recused himself. And one of the she, things... She recused yeah, herself. Yeah, she, uh, the, she recused herself from the case. And they were saying that you know they, they should be exonerated, that it was a rightful, a justified shoot. <coughs> but everybody, when, when the public finally saw the video, they was like, what the fuck you mean justified? Right. Because regardless of whatever crime they thought he was committing, it most certainly didn't come with a death sentence. No, not at all. And like I said, again, if, you know, like I said, he was a, I don't, I don't know if he retired a police officer or if he got yeah. retired. 
and again, those instincts kick in where you want to investigate or you want to patrol or whatever the, whatever the word you want to use to look into something being suspicious in a sense. But you have no right at that point to take it into your own hands to police at that point and then be jur- judge, jury, and executioner. And, and, and the correction of the, the person who made the statement about exonerating them, he would, it was a, it was a he, but he was a, the Georgia prosecutor who recused himself. Oh, okay. I thought it was a woman. Cause yeah. she, cause she, had, she actually knew one of the, uh, the, the police officer. Yeah. So. But yeah, the guy that I'm talking about, he, yeah, he recused himself. He's the one that said <coughs> the, it was a justifiable shooting. But we all know the, and the beauty of that I love about the media and about the way they want to portray, especially when police officers or former police officers or white people are involved with shooting black people, is they they tried to frame Ahmaud Arbery like he was, you know, a former criminal, his wrongdoings with the law, trying to paint him as this evil yeah, person. Always. That, that you know that was part of the reason for this why this interaction went the way it went. Right. It's always they wouldn't bring up his past like if he Because that's relevant somehow. Right. If it, like if he, if five years ago he if he had a criminal record, they had to bring up the fact that he if, if that was the case, they want to bring up our past and never never the, the fact that the officer might have, you know, infraction on, on their records and things like right. that. Like the officer is, is you know, is, is good as gold. That's not always the case. And it's just like to me, like I said, like it, it, we see we see another we see so many instances where White people are trying to police minorities, black people, brown people, and it's like, what are you like? What 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 are you getting off of doing this? Like, remember the lady who was calling calling uh, police on, on black people about for having to cook out in that park? Yeah, in yeah. public park. Okay, well, they in the public park. They're not bothering anybody. I'm pretty sure they're within the rules of having a cookout. But just I mean, because it's having this air of, of authority, and you want people to listen to you and follow what you're saying because. Maybe it comes from possibly having a privileged background. And then when you see people doing something that you think is wrong, even if it's not wrong, you want to get involved. But again, it takes a bit of a superhero complex. You have to have a, a superiority complex to want to do that. Because hmm. uh, it's a video um, I meant to show you earlier. A delivery, a furniture delivery driver was stopped by the HOA president of a property because he... Did he want to know where he was going, where he delivered the furniture to, and why he was in the gated community? And of course, the driver's black, and he's like, you know, I'm gonna take, I don't want to tell you none of this. It's none of your business where I went, where I delivered the furniture right. to. You need to let me out. He pretty much blocked him from going out the complex, but he he called the police. The police never showed up, but he's stopping this man from conducting for doing his job, you know, going to other job sites because he wants to be so nosy. Look, again, it's, a, it's that air of superiority. It's like, you know, you don't belong here. Why are you here? And since I have this level of authority, at least in, perceived in my mind, that I'm going to do something about it. And one thing I found one thing I found interesting about that video I had to show you, the, the the white guy, he called the police. The police never showed up. The black guy, he ended up calling the police, and he, he told them, hey, I just want y'all to know what's going on, and if y'all can come here, so I don't want y'all to think I'm fleeing the scene. Hmm. And for him to take that extra step, and he's like, he's crying at this point because I think it's very, it's very emotional. And he's like in tears because of the fact that, you know, he got stopped for something. He was doing the right thing. Right. But he yeah. got stopped because of the color of his skin pretty much. But he's calling the cops say like, hey, can y'all come just to, just to, you know. Because at the end of the day, if, you know, the situation escalates, <laughs> it's going to be my story versus his story. Right. And who's going to be more believable? Who's going to be more credible? Like, think of it about, you know, the, the Ahmaud Arbery case. The reason that the video was uploaded, because the person who took the video thought that it would exonerate the shooters. They looked at, they looked over that video and was like, yeah, you know what? 
it's justified. People don't think it's justified, but once they see the video, they're going to believe that they were in the right. That's the reason that the video was posted. Because the person who posted the video thought that it would get them off. Well, that's a, that's not smart at all. Because <laughs> uh, millions of people have seen the video and they all, all agree that he was... Right, and nobody it, nobody agrees that it was justified. The right. shooting was justified. Because the guy who posted the video now, he's like... He's been, he's been getting death threats. He's afraid of his life. And I, know, I can't say this. It's interesting that he was able to record that video and he has no part of it at all. But it's like, you know, the right place, wrong time kind I of mean, thing. I mean, everybody has a camera on them nowadays. Yeah. So that, that, you know, that's the beauty of the world that we live in. Granted, you know, privacy is going to become a thing <coughs> in the past, but now everybody can produce video evidence for an incident that happened. Mm-hmm. And, and in cases like this, if it wasn't, if the public didn't see that video, those people who, took part in this murder would not see any kind of charges. Oh, yeah. No, not, not at all. They would have just wiped it under the rug and it's like, oh, yeah, just keep quiet for a little while. Exactly. I think one thing that was funny about about the cameraman, the cameraman uh, who took this video, he was on, it was, it was the guy named Kumo. Uh, he was on his show, whatever, with his lawyer. And Kumo asked him a question and he didn't answer. And I think during the, the whole interview, he read and answer a lot of questions, period. Mm-hmm. His lawyer stepped in and said that, you know, he comes from, uh, my, 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 my client here is, uh, is a mechanic by trade, didn't do, didn't too, didn't do too well in high school, comes from a very small town. So he's not able to answer these questions right now at this time. If you my lawyer and I'm getting, I'm, I'm in some shit, don't tell people I'm stupid. Again, it's well. Part of that is to garner some some level of sympathy. Saying he's a he's a simple guy. He's simple folk. Don't try to bombard him and you know treat him like he's simple folk. Is again, it's it's to garner some sympathy and some leniency. Do we get sympathy? I'm. That's neither here nor there. Oh, if you get a good lawyer, he probably could try to convince him of the same thing. That's bullshit. But I thought I thought that was very. I thought it was funny for a moment. But I was like. Again, that's 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 the way to frame it so that they don't try to ask him some really tough questions that he'll you know dig him dig a grave for himself if he oh, answers we, them wrong. Oh, we need to know. <laughs> we need to know. So we need to ask tough questions. Another tragic story: Breonna Taylor, who was shot eight times in her apartment by officers who did a police raid and an identified police raid. Yeah, no knock. They a had no a knock. no knock warrant. No knock. You said warrant? Yeah. No, not so, warrant. So they, uh, they had a warrant to search her and her premises because they were trying to connect her to a drug dealer who they had. They already, they already caught the guy. Yeah, so, but, so, so, but they, they, they assumed that they were doing the drug trafficking out of her house because he had a couple of packages delivered to her house. Hmm. So, but the, the person that they already had that they were looking for, they had this guy. And so they instituted a no-knock warrant which is when the police bust into your home without having to announce themselves. I've seen it done. It's fucking ridiculous. The idea is that you're supposed to catch the perps off guard <coughs> so that they don't destroy evidence or harm officers. But if you bust into somebody's house without announcing yourself, what's your first reaction? I'm going to be like, who's this and bust back? I'm right. going to protect myself. Somebody's breaking into my home. I need to protect myself. Yeah. So her boyfriend had a firearm, registered firearm. According to the reports, he shot one time, he hit an officer in the leg. Mm -hmm. The officers end up shooting over 20 times into an apartment building. 
So, you know, the further investigation showed that there was, you know, signs of bullet, you know, uh, bullets going into other apartments. Because <coughs> they, they, they were just shooting up. They, the they shit lit up. that bitch up. And the person, an innocent bystander in all this, again, even the husband is an innocent by. I mean, the boyfriend is an innocent bystander in all this, ended up dying because she took eight shots from police officers who decided that, one, we're going to bust into your home. Unannounced. Unannounced. Again, the police said that they announced themselves, but testimony from the neighbors said that nobody knew what the fuck was going on. No, nobody heard any say, oh, this is the police. So, yeah, there's no evidence from people who were you know, the neighbors that the police announced themselves. So they just kicked in the door. Well, no, I'm sorry. They used a battering ram. Bust through the door. Somebody says, oh, shit, somebody's breaking in. Shot. And the next thing you know, bullets start flying. From the police officers, and an innocent person ends up dying. Right, and then the boyfriend gets he gets charged with attempted murder, yeah, um, for for shooting at an officer and wounding one of them, which is like it's a stupid. The whole situation is fucking stupid because of the fact that you did a no knock, didn't announce yourself, you kill a woman. The, the like you said, you go you enter you enter someone's home. He would test himself. He would test him and him and her, and right, instituting me. a search warrant. One for people who had absolutely no record, right? For a drug dealer that you already had, right? So who, so who at the police station is fucking up the paperwork? And what we need to know, we need to, get, we need to get him fired because why was that not like you know relayed to them before they laid out that mission? Again, because they they figured out well they must be trafficking the drugs out of their house. The people with absolutely no you know criminal records. I mean, the, the woman Breonna Taylor was an EMT. Right, because he is who's who's uh, working work, working towards being a registered nurse. Right. So that made that made perfect sense for her to be doing that that kind of a uh, criminal activity. Oh yeah, definitely. You know, it, it just it just said like it makes you want to say, "Fuck the police," but not all police like that. I mean, the problem is that that you, we know that not all police are like that. But when you have that much authority, and then you have people in your organization who fuck up to this degree. And you're not checking them, then it makes your whole organization look bad. Mm. And th- and that's what this is. Y'all fucked up. It, it reminds me of the the situation with a uh, you know uh, the methadone clinic shooting yeah. in Baltimore, where the police firing into a building that has innocent people in there, and a and a person ends up dying. You know that there are innocent people in the area. Why are you just randomly firing shots? Bullets don't stop at the person you're shooting at. That's just not what bullets do. What did they say? Bullets don't have no names on? Exactly. And then the fact of the matter is, is that you bust into somebody's home without announcing yourselves. What do you think the reaction is going to be? I, I agree with you 100%. That, 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 that's what gets me. That's what gets under my skin is the fact that you follow you you follow through with a procedure or a plan. And it's like, all right, we're going to go in here. We're not going to say anything. We, we got the right person. But all your... All your all your your facts are not checked off properly, right? And this is the result of it. And then, of course, the officers—it's like three or four officers, whatever. Three, I think. Yeah, three. They they home chilling. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I mean, the one who who did get hit, <laughs> he had surgery, but he's fine. Yeah. The boyfriend—they let him out on bail, and you know, people within the police organization were hemming and hawing, talking about he's a danger to officers. Well, only to the ones who go into a house not announced, right? So he's only bust a, down a door with a battering ram. Right. He's only a danger you come to his house unannounced. I think anybody who I think anybody in America 
or in the world, and you come into the house unannounced, they're going to take some kind of precaution to protect themselves. And like, and the, the crazy thing about this is that when you, you, know, you read like comments online and people like uh, are siding with the police officers, but if the situation were reversed and because there was a there was a situation where three black men broke into a woman's house to rob her, mm-hmm. and she fired on them, and she ended up killing one of them, and they were praising her like she was a hero. This this kind of same situation, three men bust into a person's house, and he fired on them. But we're not going to praise him because those three men happen to be police officers. White but they didn't officers. fucking announce themselves. If you don't, if I don't know who you are, and you just bust down my door, you are a threat. Yeah. Absolutely, it's like the it's like the the case that happened not too long ago. We were talking about it. We were talking about it earlier, where like the uh, it was the cop, the police were called for a, a check in or something like that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. the police, the, the officers, is, he's like looking through the windows, through not, the window, not announcing himself at all, but looking through the window. Then go to the front door, but going through the windows, peeking through, see somebody shoots them and kills them. It kills an innocent woman, watch babysitting her nephew or something, or a little brother. Right. Yeah, I think it was a nephew. And it's like no justice there. Right. You know. It's like, why would you just be fired? You see somebody in them. You didn't come because there was a call about a break-in. It was just a checkup. And you looked in and said, oh, I think something's suspicious. I'm going to shoot them. Like, I, don't know, I don't understand the mentality of I'm going to shoot first and then ask questions last or let me harm you first and then sort of shit out later. Again, I some years ago, I had a similar experience. With a police officer pulled a gun on me mm-hmm. because I'm running down the street. I'm a big dude. I'm running down the street. My friend, you know, at the time was chasing me. I didn't see the police officer. The police officer didn't see me till we were really close. And the first thing he did when he saw me running down the street, I guess in his general direction, he pulled his gun out. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck is going on? Right. He said, you a big dude. I'm not for this scrapping shit. I'm going to put two in you and ask questions later. Because the, the mentality is, is. I don't know what your intentions are, but I'm going home tonight. Fuck you. And I've heard I've heard other officers kind of be had that same mentality, where it's like I'm going home first. But why not make it so that if, you know if, if you have a, in a hostile situation, all right, this person is going to the hospital at least, and they're going to survive, and you still can get to go home too. It's, and then the fact that it has a lot to do with the training and then the perceived threat. Mm-hmm. If police are trained to look at <laughs> Their constituents, the people they're supposed to be protecting, as if they're all potential villains or potential enemies or a potential threat to their life. So they go into every situation looking like, well, I'm going to have to put this potential threat down. That seems to cause a lot of stress. Yeah, and a lot of un- undue shootings. Yeah, because if, you, if, you if you're going to work every day for 10, 12 hours, 16 hours, and you're thinking that everybody's got to get you, that's some serious PTSD. I mean, and not even P- PTSD, paranoia. Yeah. And, and, so, and, so you're and, not gonna make you're not gonna make any kind of good judgment, right? And in the case with you know Breonna Taylor, I want to know about the judge who signed off on a no knock warrant, who signed off. Okay, so even if they were drug traffickers, which we know there's absolutely no evidence, they found no evidence of any drugs at the house, right? So even even if they were drug traffickers, at what point do you say? You know, we don't just surround the building, make sure that we cover exits, and we just have an officer announce themselves, even if we plan to bust in. That way, not only do the people in the house know what's going on, the people in the area know what's going on. Because now you just got random shots being fired all throughout an apartment building with other people in it. Right, so then you get the answer for all those bodies. Well, not to say bodies, but 
anybody, if, if there were more bodies, get the answer to them as to why they were affected by it. Right. And then the fact is, again, the individuals in this case were innocent people who had absolutely no drugs on them when they searched the premises. And a woman ended up dying because the police decided that we're going to John Wayne this shit. <laughs> Take the Alamo kind of shit. <laughs> so we gonna John Wayne this shit. So we busting through this door and we gonna, cause I, I don't know about a lot of officers, but I know I, I've met quite a few who are real gung ho about that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. About raids and about, you know, going in, guns are blazing. If you wanna do that type of, if yes, if that's you live for, play fucking Call of Duty. You can do that shit all day long. Like I said, I don't know about these particular officers, but. Yeah, I, I don't. I want to know about the judge who decided that a no-knock raid makes sense because that shit does not make sense to me. Well, I, I believe that the mayor and another official, maybe the 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 the, 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 the attorney general, it's, it's like it's it's, it's, it's it's some high official people mm-hmm. for the state of Georgia. They are they they want like this to be investigated very very thoroughly. And, and it should. And hopefully, it, it, we get some kind of justice for this. And you know, it's it, and. It goes deep as far as like, or deeper past the judge, because like, like you said, why sign off on this? And hopefully something comes out. Hopefully they get some kind of justice. I mean, and, and activist groups have been complaining about no knock raids for years, because it it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Because if you you don't announce yourselves, then you have to be understandable that people are they they can't respect your authority if they don't know who the fuck you are and and believe that you have it. And even if you even if you were to announce yourself, if it's a criminal and they have the intent to harm, they're gonna do that regardless right. of whether you knock or not knock. Yeah, they're gonna go out with a bang. <laughs> they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna try to harm you regardless of whether you knock or not knock. So why not just knock? Well, we we, we got a lot of we got a lot of questions and no answers. Hopefully we get hopefully we get justice for Breonna Taylor. Hopefully we get justice for Ahmaud Aubrey. And, you know, justice for all these, uh, you know, these innocent lives that have been taken. I mean, through, through you know, through, through, through these wrongful courses of action. I mean, I hate to be a pessimist in all this, but I am a bit of an optimistic pessimist. I'm optimistic that the bad shit's going to happen. But I, I can, in both of the cases, the Ahmaud Arbery case and the Breonna Taylor case, I can see everybody getting acquitted. Oh yeah, because we've seen it happen before. <laughs> yeah, it, it before. it's kind of common. Yeah, and so it's like you, you, you know, you hope for the best, but you pray for the worst, and. You know, we've seen stuff like this where, like, they get off scot-free. We've seen it with Mike Brown, Tamar I mean, Rice. I don't really pray for the worst. I might prepare for it, though. <laughs> well, yeah, pray, pray, prepare, however you, whatever you want to do. But, you know, we've seen it too many times happen where, like, it, that's the normal. Yeah. You know, but hopefully. Since, especially will, when police officers are involved. Yeah, absolutely. So, hopefully, hopefully it'll be a different outcome. And I hope this happens less. But anytime you deal with, uh, you know, I guess with a. A vigilante complex person. Yeah, that superiority complex. You know, you're gonna, you know, come up. You you're gonna, you know, bump. You're gonna bump heads with somebody. America is due for a change, and the change, it's gradual. It's moving towards it, but it won't really be effective until the older generation dies out. Because the new generations that are coming up, they're far more open. And they are far more connected to the rest of the world. So a lot of the old prejudices and the racism is going to be leaving them because they live in a multicultural world. Right. So once that older generation dies out, I can see there's going to be a huge shift to more 
towards a more egalitarian United States, but it's going to be a while. Yeah, it probably won't be until we about, what, early, late 40s, early 50s, maybe? Yeah, probably 60. I'm thinking it'll it'll be within, maybe within the next 25 or so years, but it, it won't be. No, I believe that. So. I, I told, I've, I've told my, my, me and my mother, we talk about things like this a lot, and I've told her that, you know, I feel like once this older generation of white folk in the offices and in, in, in political positions, once they're removed, then you have a chance to really make some change. Right. When you have someone like Mitch McConnell, who yeah, Mitch McConnell. Off, McConnell, who gets off on blocking Obama for trying to make change and everything like that, but will let Trump do what the hell he wants to do. That's somebody you need to that's, that's somebody who needs to study. Trump down. doesn't affect, you know, his bottom line and his power. Yeah. It only he only perpetuates it. So again, I, I hate to be a pessimist in all this, but I can see uh, both of these cases, I can see everybody getting acquitted. Well, what that will say, I guess, is important that, and I guess, in, your, in your, those districts, those districts and those states that you vote for somebody that you know is going to hopefully make a change, and but but in, in the right direction as well. So, if you can vote and make sure that they, you know, the person you are voting for is going to, you know, step, step put it, make a change in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, yeah voting is one thing, but be informed. Mm-hmm. That is the most important thing. Is be even you know as of being an informed voter. That's most important as well. Yeah. Look into anybody that you know that you believe to be in your best interest, and don't vote against your best interest, and don't vote against change for the better. So I understand people like to be a conservative, but the idea of conservatives is to keep things the same, and mm-hmm. we don't want to do that. No, no, keep things the same. There's no change. And you know, changes for the sometimes changes for the better. So, <sighs> you know, a sad, you know, a sad topic, but need to be. We need to talk about it. So, you know, get bringing awareness as much as we can. Right. It is our duty with people as a platform to bring awareness to certain things. Yes, we try to. Next episode will be a lot more funny. I promise. <laughs> Don't make promises you can't keep. <laughs> <laughs> so, anything else you want to touch on before we go? Nope. I think that's it. Yeah, then we touched on my piece on that one. Yeah. So, well, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening, subscribing, and watching. And as always, you can check us out on SoundCloud, Spotify, Google Music Play. Check out the videos on YouTube and tune in every time we post a new one. And Comment. We'll talk. I will talk back. Stuff I don't want to talk back, but I'll get better with talking back. Yeah, yeah. That ain't my job. That's your job. Okay. You fan engagement, sir. Okay. All right, that's the show. Peace out. Peace.